Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. My name is Mark, and once again, I am joined by Miles. Hello. Hi, Miles, and I am also joined by Jackie. Hello. Hi, Jackie. Uh, Miles, that awkward pause that you do, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I tend to like move your responses ahead anyway because of the, <laughs> oh, the Skype call delay, so I can <laughs> easily make that not an awkward pause. But, uh, Shit. Having acknowledged it now, I feel like I owe it uh, a little bit of latency. Yeah, this this won't make sense if you cut it out. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> I could also cut this out, but I won't. Uh, we are a podcast uh, that used to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime, but uh, we actually covered it all. And while we are in this limbo, waiting and hoping for a part six anime to be announced and released, we have been watching uh, various other animes and talking about anime in other, in uh, all of its other facets. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Sure. Uh, this is going to be a short episode uh, for this Wednesday because we have another uh, larger... Special bonus episode. We have a, a hearty, full-bodied episode coming out later in the week. It's a special one, and uh, you'll enjoy it. I promise. I don't really promise. Uh, so just uh, we were sort of thinking we didn't want to do, uh, you know, we didn't want to make a short episode out of one of your Patreon picks or recommendations. So this week uh, we thought about watch some spooky, and we settled on watching an episode of the Junji Ito Collection, which you can find on VRV or Crunchyroll. But before we talk about that... Let's talk about this. You can't tell, but I'm gesturing towards our email inbox. This is mm. a little place we like to call uh, bar- Barge in Bush. Um, buddy, buddy Bush. That sounds awful. I, I don't like this. Correspondence Corner is the part of the podcast where we read messages sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Painter doing... place. Painter, painter place? Post. Painter post. Yeah. I went with the other half of the title of the anime episode. And uh, yeah, painter would probably have been easier. Horror hangout. Yeah. Jinji just sent an email to me. Just say hi, Jinji. All right, let's move on. Okay, fine. This email... First email here is from Pamela, who says, hey, 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 JJB pod. Ah. No, actually scream when you say that. That was like a yell. Um, you know, our neighbors are not that far away. Uh, if I were to use my full power, I think that I'd be arrested in the middle of the episode. Uh, I'll try to keep this short this time. They can't arrest you in your home. Uh, I mean. <laughs> they can't do it. You can disturb the peace from your they, own uh... your own house. But Jackie, they can do it. <laughs> Damn it. You're That's right. True. You're right. They come to the door and I'm like, uh, hi, my name's on this deed. Can you please fuck off? <laughs> this is a uh, private property. Anyway, uh, Pamela says my friend who had never seen Jojo before and I had a Netflix party to watch the final battle of Stardust Crusaders 
And when he saw Polnareff, his first question was, why is he so pretty? Is he a stripper? Which brings me to my first question. Number one, who in the JoJo's universe could make good strippers? Rohan. I mean, damn, they all have the kind of ass you need in that profession. I want to hear Miles' opinion on this. <laughs> I've got my eyes on a whole horse. That gun and cowboy outfit has to be good for something other than trying to murder our main characters. Question two, does anyone else write anime in their heads or is it just me? Or like fight scenes, not fan fiction, but original stuff. Question three, I was looking at your Patreon page and I saw something called Miles Newsletter. What is that about? Now to the main reason for this email. Uh, turns out Fugo left Passioni to go open up a dessert shop in downtown Toronto. That bitch. Really? I tried some donuts from there and I will admit they were delicious, like actually really delicious. But alas, delicious cream-filled donuts are not enough to fill the hole he left in Bucciarati's heart and mine. I'm still mad. Uh, this has to do with the attached photo. Okay. That seems to be products uh, purchased from a donut shop called Fugo. Got it. Looks good. It does look good. Regardless, he hurt us all that day when he didn't get on that boat. Pure treason. I have attached the evidence below. If you find yourself in Toronto, give them a try. Sorry if It I looks good. Sorry if I freaked you out with my obsession with podcasts. I met most of my exes through anime. Oh my God. So bringing it up is usually a plus for me. I try to keep it short. I'll try harder next time. Side nut. Side nut. What? Whoa. Side note. <laughs> how do you feel about donuts though? P.S. There are some horny stray cats on my street and they are loud. Hmm. Yeah, they sound awful. Good I don't know if you know. guys have heard a cat in heat. It's a lot. Okay, I'm going to answer all these questions. It's bad. All right, Miles. What do you Go, got? Miles. Okay, number one. I think I would like to see Josuke and Okuyasu do like a pair Chippendale sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Number two, no. Number three, it's a newsletter I write <laughs> for Patreon subscribers only. What's the newsletter? What's in the newsletter? It's it's is that a reference to dot 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 is should be the title of the newsletter. Mm. Um, and it shit it gives you it provides links to all the references that we make in the podcast that don't relate to what we're supposed to be talking about um and how do i feel about donuts i like them it's hard to take a pic a, like a bad looking picture of a donut they look great i don't know i've seen it before like cell phones that have all this like smart ai technology that stabilizes pictures and sharpens and does nice stuff with colors people could take shit photos of everything it's True. incredible. You're just like, look at my beautiful wife. Isn't she blurry? Mm. It's like, you just, just put two hands on the camera, dude. But anyway. I like donuts, but I think cupcakes are better, especially mini cupcakes. No. I like mini cupcakes. Mini, mini, mini. <sighs> no. More frosting in each bite. Frosting is just like, it can be very good, but a lot of the time it's too much. And when you get a Ugh. big cupcake, which I like, the frosting's too high. It goes up your nose and stuff. A mini cupcake. That's that's Mini not that's not like, nothing. That's it's, nothing. It's small and it's like half frosting and half cake. It's yeah, perfect. but the cake is so tiny. I just want the cake. I think you want cake. I want like a donut, like a thick piece of dough, you know. But I also don't like those artisanal donut places where it's like a little fucking birthday cake they smashed into a small three-inch diameter donut. And I'm like, what about chocolate? You know. Well, yeah, you like chocolate. You're a plain chocolate guy. What I'm sorry. What complicated ass cupcakes do you like? All of, I want like birthday cake with a frosting. They're yeah. good. That's not that's, that's not that interesting. 
Well, chocolate chocolate is just as valid <laughs> as birthday cake. <laughs> That's Please. true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like uh, I don't know. I like Dunkin' Donuts donuts. I don't know that there's a better. I like Etamins chocolate donuts. Yes, the Etamins the yellow yellow sponge cake yes. filled that sort of semi-hard chocolate frosting it's, outside. It's something me and Mark can agree on and we it's, have a hard time agreeing on desserts. It's Jackie so. and I with our thick biceps and we're locking hands <laughs> in that Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> meme. Um, Jackie and I don't agree on a lot of uh, no, sweets like, like and I, a lot of food. I know what you're gonna always going to... For dessert, it's like, what is the most chocolatey, fudgy, chocolatey on top of chocolate thing yeah. on the menu? And that's what Mark wants. And I like a yellow cake or a vanilla. I like it a little... A little lighter but i do like chocolate just not like not overdoing it uh and so the ed i think the edamit edamins chocolate donut is a good good combination miles do you have a favorite entomins no or do you want to advertise a different brand <laughs> no how do you feel of donut yes. no just like sweets like you know entomins has like the mini chocolate chip cookies they have like coffee cake and all that shit you know just anything in that white box with the transparent top no, I feel like that's like, I don't know. I don't like having that stuff in my house. Oh my God. This guy is so boring. <laughs> what what would you advertise? What's your, what's your Achilles heel sweet? Uh, we pretty much always have Oreos in the house and we oh. go through them very, very fast. Oreos are a lot for Jackie me. Jackie also loves Oreos. I, I, you got to keep those away from me because I'll eat the whole box in one sitting. It's bad. Why wouldn't you? It's bad news. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. obesity <laughs> it's not it, you're not supposed to do that yeah really it's not it's not a good amount of calories it's also like no matter how full i am i will still eat the whole box if i'm already full i had a big dinner i'll still eat the whole box of fucking oreos if you if you don't stop me you have multiple stomachs like a cow but one just for oreos yeah um are you are you are you double stuffed people or just regular oreos yes i'm a double that's the correct ratio i think the double stuff i agree i i don't know i guess i'm not against double stuff but um, ah, that's tough. I don't know if I'm a double what stuff I or bust. Is, I guess I'm not a total dumbass. <laughs> Mark likes chocolate a lot, so I think he doesn't like the cream overpowering the chocolate. That's true, but the thing is the that's chocolate in the Oreos also gets stuck in your teeth so firmly that I feel like I have to spend a lot of time picking it out, hmm. which is why I don't eat Butterfingers. It's like, oh, thanks. I always wanted to go to the dentist. By the way, can I... Thanks, speaking, Mars Company. Speaking of Butterfingers, can I just tell you, I saw a tweet <laughs> where everybody was shitting on Milky Way. It was like, of these four, like, which yeah. one would you get rid of? Jackie, I saw your reply. And Milky I, Way is the best one. You're out of... What was? What else was in the picture? <laughs> this is our Halloween-themed episode. Now. Reese's. Uh, Snickers. Snickers. And I think the other one was Twix. Yeah, Twix you're, is the best one. you're out of your mind. Okay, well, when we go... First of all, Snick no. Snickers is like Milky Way's ev no, evolution. It's not as good as Milky Way. It's like someone Milky gave Way you a Snickers a and you mashed the B button so it would stay Milky Way and you were like, this is the more powerful yeah, it's Pokemon. Better. It's better. No. I don't want... Pe if I wanted peanuts, I would eat peanuts. I don't need that in my in my candy. Yeah, but you can't shove peanuts in a Milky Way. Chocolate and caramel. That's all I want. It, well, isn't Milky Way nougat? What is that? I don't know. It's in the Three Musketeers. Okay. The nougat. I don't really know what it is, but it's soft and sweet and it's, not quite chocolate. I like it. It's soft. It's milky. <laughs> it's the Milky Way. It's not milky. I don't, I don't know. know. It's it's a soft... It's, uh, look, it's not bad, but it's clearly the bottom of those four. No, incorrect. I would not... First of all, you can't get me to eat a Reese's anything. 
because uh, I, I don't like I know. I, I, that. I know that's my opinion. Like I wouldn't get rid of Reese's even though I won't eat one. I wouldn't get rid of it because I know that it's like other people's favorite. Like a lot of people like it. So like I wouldn't have the heart to get rid of but it. But how could you get rid of a Milky but I would Way get when rid you of have like, Snickers? Like who the fuck is, who cares about Twix? Me. I really? like Twix. They're really good. They're really good. Especially they didn't have it in there, but the peanut butter Twix. I think you guys, like, maybe you guys really value crunchy things. Cause like I like, I do. everything else is very crunchy. And maybe if like that's, if that's your you main like thing. You like Oreos. Yeah, but I'm, we're talking about candy. Okay. Fun fact, in England, they don't call this kind of thing candy. To them, candy is only like Jolly Ranchers and hard, like fruity-ish sweets. Okay. I don't know what they call this stuff. Maybe confectionery, but... Uh, anyway, Milky Way is the best, and you guys can give all your Milky Way to me. It's a blessing. Listeners, write in. If, write in and send me all your Milky Ways. If a single one of you prefers Milky Way to those other three candies, so we can block you from listening to this. Mark! Because you don't exist. I can make that threat. You guys are so stupid. None of those people exist. You're <laughs> so a, you're, stupid. You're a black sheep. Why am I stupid? I didn't say anything. Jesus. Um, you're so mean to me. Miles got close to his webcam, and he went, what the fuck? When you said that, what that that I I know me not liking he was like what me not liking Reese's is, is controversial. Um, I I don't know. I I like peanut butter and I like chocolate, but I don't think I don't like them together. That's fine. I the, just don't that, like them. That's together. Like I don't. A, I think they're better separate. That's like a principle that you have that you then apply to other candy, which makes sense. It's weird, but it it makes sense. I've just never liked it. But to say Milky Way over Snickers to me is just so weird. I, I Snickers, I, I'll eat a Snickers. I, Snickers is fine, but I think Milky Way is better. Weird. And for me, I would rather eat a Milky Way. Milky I would Way rather is what buy I a eat bag if, there's, of, if there's no Snickers. I'm like, all right, fine. I would I would rather buy a whole bag of Milky Way. I like Kit Kat is another one that I really like. That one is crunchy. Kit Kats are excellent. That one is crunchy. That might be the compromise between me and other types of people. That's but. close to a Twix, but okay. No, I don't know. Twix are weird. I never really ate Twix, but well, they're good. Something they're good. about them are weird. Um, as far as strippers go, I feel like any of the pillar <laughs> men are are already well on their way to being strippers. They don't really need to get new outfits. Yeah, like whole horse, his his like top, his shirt, whatever that is, frock. I don't know. Like you can't take that off in a sexy manner. It's just I don't understand how it would even work. So. I don't know if I agree with you on the whole horse thing. No, I think I think he could do it. Okay, counter- he counterpoint. Could, he could make it work. Counterpoint. He could do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to read the next? We know. I I haven't thought of any strippers. Okay. I can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just picturing a big standing Milky Way taking its its wrapper off. I think off. a lot of the stands could be uh, strippers. I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, what's it called? Crazy Diamond could be a stripper. Okay. <laughs> I think the world could take off those suspenders. I think the world has suspenders on. Who's that sexy one that is like a video recording? Moody Blues. Sexy. Kira, yeah. Kira could be a stripper. Sure. Yeah. The business suit comes off or he takes mm-hmm. off. Uh, he, he takes, takes off, off the co- tie and then he takes off the cufflinks. He does the whole. He takes off Kosaku's skin and reveals himself. Yeah. Underneath. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's move on from that horrifying image. good Uh, email who who wants to read the next one okay it's from talia and the subject line is poop de poops so i like kisniver and i'm not done listening to your podcast episode on it but my initial impression is that it's weird 
I see it as a shady organization trying to create empathy when people who normally don't interact with one another uh, because they feel each other's pain, they don't want these strangers to feel pain. It's selfish to a degree, but the end result is a stranger actively trying to stop someone else from getting hurt. And I think that's neat. But the organization that is behind it seems shady as fuck. So I keep telling... I keep feeling like this Kisniver system is bad because the people behind it come off as shady, and that bothers me. Because the idea behind Kisniver seems, seems legit. But then if the people behind it are shady, then how is the show going to present this idea as bad? I don't know if I'm adequately expressing what I feel about the show, but that's the best I can do. Do better! Also, I know I'm late to the anime OP episode, but if at least one of you could listen to the first opening of Nana, that'd be neat. This song made me a fan of the singer Anna Tsuchiya. She has a song called Ah Ah, where one of the lines is, let's all just be super cute girls, which I think about a lot. Also, general note about J-Rock, but I feel that J-Rock bands have a harder sound than the average American rock band. Interesting. Postscript. Apparently there's a fourth Bible Black OVA called Bible Black Only, but there are only two episodes. And also there's a sequel to the game, but from what I've read, they reuse a lot of assets and the original writer didn't work on it. Okay. Post postscript. <laughs> Every time I close my eyes, I wonder if the rest of the world around me ceases to exist and then I open them up again to be disappointed that the answer is no, it did not cease to exist. Also, somehow that makes me horny. Wow. Thanks. What a ride. Thanks for Thank the you. thanks for the Bible Black update. <laughs> thanks for that. I knowing that there's a Bible Black game like makes me slightly more likely to engage with Bible Black mm. as a, a collection of media. Um, but uh, I don't think it's going to have like great combat or like rewarding stealth missions somehow. I don't, I don't think that game's about that. Is that all you like in games? No, but it might be what I'm in the mood for. Mm. Maybe. Uh, Talia, I would recommend finish finishing listening to the podcast before writing, but um, <laughs> because we do mention that towards the end of episode three, it seems like the Kiesniver organization has some other kind of I, I motive. Mean, I think from the beginning, I was like, this is unethical. Like everything about it is bad. Right. But we see hints <laughs> that they're like, uh, you know, and the we're going to create the ultimate empathy and it's like, dun, dun, dun. The way they go about everything is wrong. And so... Somebody needs to teach them some empathy first <laughs> before they try to do this experiment. Yes. But if, yeah, if you had empathy, you wouldn't grab a bunch of teens and do surgery. Right. It, it seems like it's like... Maybe, you have to just be a sicko. Yeah. It's a bunch of sickos, maybe with good intentions, who are just doing everything wrong. They're doing it the wrong way. And so ultimately, like, even if the intentions might be good they're probably also not good in a way <laughs> there's probably something there that's like i want to understand empathy so that i can do something selfish you know yeah um probably um here is the opening of nana so that i could manipulate people for example the first opening of nana what is this nana rose black stones are i don't gonna, know what that are we going to listen to it yes
All right. It's okay. I don't want to hear the whole thing. I'm sure there's a fantastic chorus or build up here, but I just wanted to highlight this line that I, I couldn't help but notice. The subtitles here. It is subtitled as, When I was darkness out of town. Hmm. Okay. So <laughs> when you were like the, the absence of light and you went on like a business trip and then, I don't know, some Japanese. Um, it's hard for me to understand because this video is subtitled in Spanish. Hmm. Uh, Cuando no era nadie fuera de la ciudad con labios trémulos, with trembling lips. When I... Whoa, when I was nobody out of the city? What? Well, when I was darkness out of town still doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Are you are you seeing the ling- the lyrics in English and Spanish? No, she just she sings in English when I was darkness out of town. Oh, okay. Here I see. I'll I'll play it for you. I don't know. All right. Cool. Whatever, Anna. Man, <laughs> people just used to put up videos in like the worst possible quality. That and sounded they still like the, do. The, the recording studio was like a closet. <laughs> like everybody in there. Um You know what sounds good? Our podcast. Way to go, Mark. What does? Our podcast. Our podcast. Sounds better than a lot of other ones. That I can agree with. Anyway, uh, next email. Jackie, do you want oh, to Oh, it's one? my turn. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> this email is from our good friend Martin, and the subject line is, Curse my bisexuality. Curse my bisexuality. Hi-o. I don't know if this will make it to the next pod, but eh. I submitted the opening to Kiss and Iver to the openings episode, but you ignored it, so I made you watch the show instead. When I first watched the show, I was second-guessing my own preferences, but I couldn't help myself finding everyone, especially Tenga, really attractive. I don't know if it's the Studio Trigger style, but it really draws me in. The same thing is happening right now with the game Hades. I'm really interested in the mythologies, including Greek. Wait, I'm really interested in mythologies, including Greek. But every time I play the game, I feel like I need to go to horny jail. It fits that everyone is a god, and in that way, all the characters are really hot. Uh, The gameplay is also really fun, and it has really cool and colorful colorful architecture. But that's just a bonus, lol. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, my autocorrect is finally finishing this sentence correctly. P.P.S. If you couldn't get it, horny. Yeah. Congrats on your autocorrect uh, being okay with horny. <laughs> so congrats. Uh, I would say... I, I Mark plays a lot of Hades. I do play a lot of Hades. Um, I would say, though, as far as the character designs go for um, Kiesniver, uh, I, I touched on it briefly, but in that like Wikipedia article on it, they mentioned that... They like mentioned who the character designer was, so it's not just Studio Trigger coming up with it on their own, so... Maybe go seek out who that artist also has uh, designed. I didn't recognize any of the works, but, uh, you know, maybe you will. Uh, yeah, Hades is good, and everyone agrees that it's very horny. Um, oh, is that true? The designs in that game are all really good. There's 
and and all of the the fucking mythology greek mythology characters they were always fucking each other mm, um, that is true that's true the game definitely sanitizes it because like i i i feel like i remember there being a lot more darkness in all of those relationships back uh when i was reading greek mythology uh 40,000 years ago um, i remember that yeah um and uh, yeah, I don't want to get into it too much, but there are uh, romantic uh, subplots in that game. And uh, look, I'll just say I've uh, I've escaped I've escaped the underworld eleven or twelve times. So pretty proud of that. When I was first playing that game, I was like, I don't think I can beat this. But you just keep trying. So don't get distracted by all the horniness. Focus hmm. on getting those good boons. Hey, Andy's I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. If the media you consume, uh, if you're attracted to things, that's fine, I guess. I don't know. I, I just want to say something positive yeah. here, like acknowledging. Like, Horny jail is like. It's, it's okay. A, it's like the door is open. It's harmless. And the door is. Just like one hand on your. <laughs> what? One hand on your genitals and the other hand on whatever you're, whatever you're Ugh, playing. Don't say genitals. <laughs> what an awful word. Well, I don't, I don't know. Like our listeners have a various a variety say weapon you're supposed to say weapon a variety of things down there we don't keep one one hand on your i want to be inclusive okay well it's just so clinical (laughs) what is what is a what is a neutral term for okay weapon got it yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i've been saying got it okay (laughs) anyway this next email is from chad and the subject line is a couple of quick kisniver curios i like it is that furniture uh aloha jjb pod crew i have to mention that i really liked kisniver and honestly wouldn't have thought to check it out unless someone had forced you all to watch it i feel like this is a show where the opening really doesn't do the actual show justice Mm. speaking of kisniver i really wanted to uh speaking of kisniver i wanted to share some trivia yuki kaji the voice actor of the main character and koichi from jojo is also the voice shoto todoroki the half fire and half ice user who's one of the more broody characters on My Hero Academia and a character that uh, recently revealed JoJo fan Megan Thee Stallion has cosplayed as. Oh. Yeah. And the, uh, there's a picture in the email of a half-fire and half-ice Megan Thee Stallion. And I guess that's a cosplay, but we didn't watch that far into yeah. uh, My Hero Academia. That's pretty cool. Megan, come on the pod. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of the recurring themes of Kisniver is the concept of the seven deadly sins. As it happens, Yuki Kaji is one of the main characters on the anime, The Seven Deadly Sins. Kaji plays the upbeat tavern owner with a mysterious past Meliodas. Uh, oh, the upbeat tavern owner with a mysterious past Meliodas. I guess that's the name. Misaki Kuno, who voices the eccentric headcase Nico on Kisniver, is also on The Seven Deadly Sins as the voice of the talking pig, hawk anime is so weird (laughs) why is there a talking pig named another animal yeah lastly if you had to assign your favorite jojo to one of the kisniver seven deadly sins what updated sin do you think fits best here's the list if you forgot and so yeah we've got the imbecile the goody two shoes the muscle head thug high and mighty the cunning normal eccentric head case and the immoral Hope all is well okay. with all the hosts and your families and listeners too. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. I have yet another spooky, scary recommendation. 
I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but if you like visual novel games and scary stuff, go play Doki Doki Literature Club. The main game is completely free on Steam. Don't read any guides or reviews if you don't want the secrets to be spoiled. Uh, I hate to say it, but I know all about Doki Doki Literature Club. I did not play it because uh, I'm not a big visual novels person, but I heard a lot of people talk a lot about it, and it seems cool, Mm -hmm. but I cannot be surprised by it. It's impossible. Um, Let's do this. Okay. Just Well, it says assign your favorite Jojo to one, which I feel like Jotaro is the musclehead thug. Oh, wait. Oh, it has to be Jojo? Uh, okay, fine. I mean, what, what are you, you thinking? But no, go ahead. Let's let's do it with JoJo's. Okay, well, I think... Well, no, let's start one by one. Let's go with Imbecile first. Okay, but I don't know that I have a favorite JoJo who's an imbecile. Imbecile Joseph. Joseph. Honestly, for Imbecile, I could be a real snooty pants and say uh, part eight uh, main character, but... Okay, well... I mean, that's just me. Miles and I say Joseph. Next, goody two Actually, shoes. no, part eight would be the eccentric, eccentric head case, oh maybe. Oh, my God. Anyway, sorry. Goody two shoes is Jonathan. For sure. Obviously. Yeah. Jonathan's a little goody two shoes. Who's going to be like, mom, dad, please yeah. stop the vampires. The vampire's <laughs> not being fair. Uh, Jack the Ripper popped out of a horse. Musclehead thug. You said. Jotaro from part three. Uh, the fuck you, mom. I'm in jail guy. Okay. I mean, well, unless you have another thug. No, I I think that is correct. Um. High and mighty, maybe. Um, that could have been Jonathan instead, no, but maybe. No, no. Uh, what's it called? Is Jorno high Jorno, and mighty? Jorno. I think Jorno. I guess so. Because he's, like he's like a low society guy who wants to be a gangster, but he he might be a little snooty. Yeah. Wears very complicated shirts. Yeah. Um, I think he has a. Uh, he has strong opinions about like who is good and who isn't and stuff. And like, that's why he wants to, you know, he wants to like write the work. The, like, yeah, that's true. He's a very like, I know what is right and what is wrong. I'll and I want to, yeah, the invisible wanna, hand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, cunning normal is, uh, uh, Josuke. I think. Cause, okay. Cause he's just like a regular guy and all the girls are into him and he's like super cool and stuff, but he's also like nice, but he's also a hothead. Yeah. I guess he's not cunning enough. Like he's not manipulative. Well, cunning to me would either be Joseph. I know you guys said imbecile. Yeah. But I might not agree. But Uh, who else would be imbecile? Either part eight or no. We don't know enough JoJo's for this challenge. Part seven? No, not really. Um, Let's just move on. Eccentric headcase. Um... That's none of them. Uh, again, I might say part eight or um, yeah, really. Maybe, par- maybe. I mean, if we could go outside of jo- actual JoJo's, the the family, maybe we could go with uh, I don't know the fucking alien, Narancha or something. I think the aliens. Oh yeah, eccentric. the alien. Yeah, 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 the alien. Uh, what's his name? Mikitaka. 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 Yes, Miles is running a chant. And then the immoral <laughs> is like Kira. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> some kind of creepy fa- uh, Kira or one of those BDSM uh, villains from Part Five, mm. um, because uh, we know that uh, the immortal here is um, a masochist. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. And they've got those in JoJo. That's true. Um, cool. Um, let's take a break. 
All right. In honor of Halloween for this month, we decided to do something spooky in this free week that we have. Recommended um, to us by Chad. Yes. This uh, is an anime we tweeted out looking for some spooky wrecks. Uh, and while people suggested other animes that are noteworthy and sound interesting, um, I think the, the Junji Ito collection is the one that is the spookiest. Um, we did hear from our listeners to watch shows like Holic, Soul Eater, All Saints Street, uh, Shiki, Blood Sea. Uh, I didn't look into Blood Sea. That came later. Um, but uh, yeah, Jackie and I had watched a few episodes of the Junji Ito collection in the past. Uh, and uh, an excuse to watch another episode uh, was a nice thing. So this is episode nine, which is... And I'm a big fan. Jackie's a huge fan. I'm a fan. Uh, and this was uh, two stories. It was Painter and Blood Bubble Bush, uh, who is not part of the presidential oligarchy, the mm-hmm. Bush family. Uh-huh. Pretty good. That would be a weird name to give someone from Texas. <laughs> uh, so, Miles, you have a, a small, a very small short history with Junji Ito, right? I think we just watched that live action movie. That's right. We did watch uzumaki live but i also had you read a comic in a barnes and noble once oh yeah yeah which one was that the enigma at oh. amigara fault oh okay yeah they had like the a Junji Ito collection there and i was like oh look this is you know this is the meme uh and miles seemed pretty freaked out by it it was pretty freaky yeah this is truly spooky stuff truly it's it's weird um I would agree. We did have someone tweet at us and be like, please read some of the comic. The anime doesn't really do the art justice. And, and I have to agree. Yeah, um, I kind of agree too. The, yeah. the art in the show is kind of bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, the art. I mean, I don't know. The art is fine. I, th- I don't like how they represented Tomie. Oh, wow. That's my biggest problem. You think Tomie got like a bad rap? No. You think that <laughs> I she think, didn't come across as the good girl that I she is? I think she didn't come across as scary as she should. Mm. or at like so i guess we'll we'll just get into it but yeah i I think and miles doesn't even have the context for for tomie either i don't think okay well tomie is a recurring character in a lot of junji ito i think shorts i don't know if she has like her own big maybe she does i don't know i don't i she tomie is not one that i necessarily followed very closely um i've read a lot of the other uh the other stories like uzumaki and gyo um were the two like full like big ones that i've read um but tomie to me is like this like she's like very alluring like very like something about her like hypnotizes men you know or even just people in general um and i feel like that didn't really come across like if i were to if i were to put her in media i would have made her kind of have like the same uh energy that dio has um, right. you know, kind of like, uh, just something about something with the voice, something, something with about like the, her. the way that, you know, like something, yeah. like there's something that's just like entrancing people and we didn't really get that. And she also just sounds like a, like a, uh, a villain. Like a snob. She's got the, <laughs> yeah. she has the Ojo well, Sama laugh. She, yeah. Yeah. And she's a narcissist and that's fine. Um, like I think that's part of her character. Yeah, she doesn't like, I mean, it's I, not, I don't... it's not attractive (laughs) like because she's supposed to start out as someone like attractive you know and then uh it turns out that she's uh 
evil and stuff, you know, or that she she abuses that power. I wasn't as unsettled by this as I was uh, from reading the manga. I think maybe because like these were kind of short, so maybe I just didn't feel as immersed as I did reading the manga. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys had the same experience. Yeah, I mean, well, first to Jackie's point, yeah, I mean, I don't remember how, I, I haven't read all of the Tomie shorts. I've read a lot of Tomie um, because they, they do eventually collect, these publishers will collect all the short stories that show up in these books. Like there's one magazine apparently called Halloween Monthly, which I think is great. Um, and if that's like a thing going in Japan that just mm-hmm. monthly puts out scary stories, then I am interested in that. Um, and they collected them into a large volume. And so I've read a good amount of Tomie stuff. And I do think she has some long form stories. Um, I don't think it's all just these little vignettes. And I don't remember if Ido wrote, you know, if he had a lot of intro for Tomie and drew her as like a hypnotic force. But yeah, I agree that she just, she's just sort of like an annoying lady who walks up to this guy in the gallery. She's just sort of like, your model sucks. What an ugly painting. You should paint someone else. Hmm. And when it was revealed that it was Tomie, I was like, really? This is Tomie? She just seems like she's like kind a, of a dick. She's like a siren or a succubus type character. Yeah. That's what she's supposed to be. Whereas here, here she felt very, I mean, like she be, she definitely becomes like obviously supernatural. Right. Something, but she's not like alluring or over the top, like and so to beautiful. Me, we, don't, the, we don't think of it that way because we right. don't see him react that way either. Right. And so like his actions kind of don't make sense to me because of that, because she right. just seems like a normal, like whatever, beautiful girls. Like you see them all the time, beautiful whatever, girl. you know, um, but like, no, like she's like her, her beauty is supernatural. I, th- but like, I don't think that came up. Like, Miles, like that didn't come across, right? Like her beauty didn't seem supernatural, right? She just seems like a narcissist. Uh, I I figured something supernatural was going on, but yeah, okay. I, I just thought she was like, this painter just had like low self-esteem. <laughs> like mm. he, he just needed to be more self-confident and he would have lived. <laughs> yeah. or he, not that he died, but like he would have, his life would have been fine. So yeah, I don't know if it's just like a fault of the story itself or if it's that missing hypnoticness to it. But yeah, it, it does feel like this was a short where it was like Ido had an idea and then was just like, ah, that would be weird. You're like, here's just like a premise of an yeah. idea. Well, and we also, like, wow, that's fucked like, up. It's been forever since I've read any Tomie manga and I don't know if I've read this one and either way, like we don't know like if how close this is actually to the, the original source, you know, they might've just been I, like, yeah, I'm we need to turn this into like 15 minutes, like half of an episode. So, I mean, I'm saying know? the story could be that way too. The manga could have been that same way. I'm just saying, Maybe it's because of these things the anime did wrong, but either mm-hmm. way, it just feels like you're like, oh, I thought this was going to become a story, and instead, it's just like, end. That was weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so yeah, we should explain that this is, you know, as we mentioned, this is a half hour show, and this was two stories crammed in, so each one's a little over ten minutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. And this first story is it's a painter at his um, at a gallery at a party. I don't know what you call it, an art show, and. Um, he has a painting up of this blonde uh, woman. Her name is Nana. Her name is Nana, not related to the anime that Talia sent us the opening for, I don't think. And uh, no. <laughs> while he's there in front of that painting, thank you for the confirmation, uh, this um, attractive... So so the woman in the, in the, in the painting is his current muse. Um, so he's, she's someone that he's been painting a lot. Yeah. Um, this other woman walks up to him and she is a dark-haired 
beautiful lady with a mole. Yep. Again, um, the anime doesn't her, do anything. Under one of her eyes. Like right under one of her eyes. The anime um, doesn't do anything to tell you that how beautiful she is. Or that she's special in any way. Or that she um, has like a hypnotic. She has gray eyes too, which aura. I think... She, yeah, she has gray eyes. Like, there's nothing like, sin- like, I, I would have drawn something kind of like sinister or like, oh, wow, everyone's looking at her and we know. Yeah. There's something. Or they could of. have put in some like, go, 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 go. Yeah. That's what they should have done. They should have yeah. had some JoJo sound effects come by. Um, And she's like, um, your painting's good, but your model's kind of making a dumb face. It's, just, it's like, you'd be even better if you chose a different model. But she, it was like in a way that she's basically like, you should make me your, I should be your new she muse. She doesn't quite say it there she's yet. She's basically like, I should be your new muse. And the thing is, what's funny is this guy, he doesn't say to himself or anything like, but she was strangely alluring or anything. Yeah. He, it just sort of ends. So it's almost like he's just like, what a weird bitch. <laughs> like, wh- what the fuck? No one asked you for this. And then later he's painting Nana, his muse again. And he takes a pause. So I kind of think that, and she's, I think she asks him what's up. So I think there is this little bit of him that's kind of like, uh, I don't know if I can paint this woman that well. Because mm, it's, it's, I think it's probably in his, it, yeah. she got into her head. Into yeah, his I head. mean, if, if anybody was told like, hey, your model has a stupid face on in mm. this painting, you might be like, shit, mm-hmm. how do I not do that? And then oddly, he's, he's taking a moment while painting Nana and Tomie is just in the doorway and she just is like, oh, you're still using the same model? Like, I don't know if this guy has a private studio or if this is his house. Yeah, how did you, she just came in to like sap, to make fun of him for uh, for having that model, for painting her? Yeah, and she's just like laughing at him. She's like, I thought you were going to get rid of this model. And Nana's like, what? And she's like, yeah, you said to me, like, I'm going to get rid of her. I don't know why I still, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he tries to deny it. He's like, no, that's a lie. Uh, but his model, you know, does the thing you do in movies where you refuse to hear someone yeah. out and you go, how dare you? And She's you obviously lying though. You immediately run away. Like Tommy was obviously lying. I mean, it was good timing though. If he was st- stopping and looking sort yeah. of discouraged though, that is really good timing. Cause in real mm. life you might just be like talking and then someone bursts in and is like, oh, this idiot you're still painting. <laughs> um, so she's then like, yeah, but, you know, now you could paint me with her gone. Mm-hmm. Tomie is like, why don't you paint me? And this guy. He's like, okay, sure. <laughs> this guy is also an utter psychopath and isn't like, um, you just ruined a friendship I had. Yeah. And interrupted my work. And how did you get the keys? And why are you here? Yeah. You you just came here to fucking laugh at me? I didn't even know your name. and I <laughs> to, to laugh at me and, and uh, like cause a fight between me and my model? What the fuck? Nothing has indicated that I am somehow attracted to you and that you knew it would be okay for me to burst in here or something. But he's just like, okay. And he starts painting her and he finishes painting her. And what I thought was funny was because this is an anime or maybe because of the lack of production value on this particular show, he just painted exactly her. Like there's a lack of detail in animation. (laughs) So it's just like, yeah, yeah, he painted her. It's it's a one-to-one perfect thing almost. Like he has a little bit more shading. Yeah. But she is a character, and I mean, it's supposed to be similar, right? Because she's supposed to be somewhat insane or mm-hmm. seeing herself in a totally different form because she looks at it and just like laughs at him mm-hmm. and is like, what a pathetic mm-hmm. painting. Nice it does, try. It doesn't capture even 10% of my even, beauty. Yeah, even 10% of my beauty. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I thought you you were. And She's I like, you're that, not a painter. Like she like really, really hits him hard. And, and the thing is though, is that I think that there are men who do, who do, 
do like to be abused and chewed out and this kind of relationship does end up working for them. But again, only in the way that if like we knew that he thought she was beautiful or if she had some otherworldly appeal. Uh, but again, she just seems like a rude person who wanders into your studio and, yeah. and is then like, you suck ass. I think it, and it would, al- <laughs> it would also be more understandable if, you know, like, like if she did have this kind of like aura about her or something, because then like, I think it would make more sense the, oh, you can't capture my beauty in your painting, you know, because it's like, yeah. And they do pay that off later though. Yeah. In a way, mm-hmm. kind of backwards way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she leaves and he's, you know, embarrassed and insulted and all that. And he tries to just paint her again. Uh, which is weird because now he's doing it from memory. Uh, and to us, the viewer, the painting looks really good. But then he's like, this sucks. And he breaks it. Yeah. Over his knee. And then. Uh, well, she she made him real f- like feel like shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, does it just jump to him at the bar when the other guy approaches him? Uh, yeah, yes. I think so. He's just like bummed out at a bar. Maybe he's picking up a new alcoholism habit. And this guy's like. Hey man, I heard you put off your your new art show. I don't know. Are you sick or something? By the way, you know that sculptor Tadaoka. Um, he's been doing amazing stuff lately. He's got this new model that he's been sculpting, and he takes out a picture of her and a picture oh, well, of, of them, them walking together of the of the sculptor and his model. Right, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a picture of her. It's a little bit blurry, though." Um, and it's, and it's not blurry. It's not blurry. It's Tomie is walking and her face has like a second face coming out of the side. And it's horrifying. It's like she's possessed. It's I don't know if it's like that. I don't know if I, I would take it that way. Mm. Um, but it's like the camera just picked up some invisible aspect of her that is disgusting and freaky. Miles, how did you feel when you saw this? <laughs> uh, I thought it was meant to be like demonic. Yeah. Were you were you spooked? Uh, not really. Okay. I just feel like if if I saw this in a live action sense, I could picture the blur, you know, of like someone turning their face mm-hmm. really fast and then you'd be like, mm. "Oh, yeah, I guess you could see that as a face or a blur." But in this case, it was like clearly a face. It was yeah, it was razor sharp clarity of like, "Oh yeah, she's got a second demon face." Yeah. Off yep. her face. And the guy who shows the photo is like, oh, it's a little bit blurry. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and and our, our painter uh, guy is like, oh, that's Tomie. And he's like, oh, you know her. Uh, and so, he, the, you know, this painter is now obsessed with Tomie. And he's like, I'm going to go to the sculptor's house. He goes there. And I think it's kind of late at night. And the sculptor is like. This is an anime where people just show up at your house. Yeah, it's They're like a weird. They're in. It's based on a weird Japanese um, prefecture where it's totally cool to just roll up. Uh, no one has locks. Anyway. Listen, that's not cool in my prefecture. You call ahead. Yeah. Don't just visit, especially with coronavirus. True. Although this, uh, this, this manga, this story came out in like 1997. So there was no... So co- coronavirus was still going. No, 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 no. This was... 97 was at least... 20 years before coronavirus by my math oh, mm-hmm. okay at least 20 but maybe not much more who can say so he shows up to the sculptor's house and the sculptor looks all bummed and stuff and he's like oh why are you here now uh he's a cool voice the sculptor oh yeah i thought so i didn't really it uh, like noted it was like this hey that doesn't sound no. cool at all no it was more like 
He just sounded really dejected, like, oh, what are you doing here? No, just really sort of tired and bummed and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the painter guy's like, oh, I heard you have amazing sculptures. You're doing amazing work lately. Can I see them? Which I I think he's fully delirious at this point to just wander up on someone and be like, let me see your art. Uh, and the guy's like, well, I don't show them to anyone anymore. And then the painter tries to get into his house. The sculptor mm-hmm. fights back. And escalating very quickly, the painter grabs uh, a bust, a stone bust from somewhere in the house and just bludgeons the sculptor mm-hmm. with it, perhaps killing him, maybe knocking him out. Oh, he's dead. Come on. Okay, he's dead. There's a lot of blood. <laughs> the, yeah, he's dead for sure. The painter then pushes past him. He sees all these broken statues of Tomie lying around. And Tomie is there. Tomie is there. But by the way, all the statues are nude. Do you think Tomie got naked for this guy? Or do you think he's guessing? I feel like Tomie doesn't get naked. I for don't an artist know. anyway. I, I feel know. like she's like, no, you, you can't even capture ten percent of my beauty, and you want to see the whole. Yeah, the, the whole full-length feature film. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, mean, I don't think she does. I don't think she does. I, I, she's like, you're gonna have to guess what my boobies look like. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right. <laughs> it's like draw the most perfect body you can think of, and yeah. it and it won't even match ten percent of my beauty. Of my boobies. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's all these broken Tomie statues, and then Tomie is just there, and I couldn't figure out why she was there. You know, I was like, if I were writing this, why was she there? Did he just finish his latest sculpture? Is she trapped there? Did she's she show there. up? You think she's trapped? Yeah, th- yeah, that's what I, I would have saying, assumed. I think she was saying that she was trapped. I don't or, think that's she the said impression that. I got. I think she just says like, she immediately throws herself on the painter and is like, oh, it, it was so horrible. He just smashed all of his statues. It almost seemed to me like she showed up and was like, what the fuck did you do to my statues? Or he just finished sculpting and then went, fuck this. Well, we know what really happened. Do we? Oh, so that's why you thought the ending just end. Oh no, that was the other one. Uh, you didn't catch. Uh, you didn't catch what 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 the explanation? With the sculptor? No. So she um can't die. Uh, men fall in love with her. They try to kill her, and yes. then. So that's what happened there. He tried. He tried to kill her. He chopped her up into a bunch of. Jackie, pieces. you know I'm talking about the sculptor, right? Yes, the sculptor. That's what the sculptor did. The sculptor killed her and she came back. I thought it was the painter that did it at the end. No, the painter killed they, her. They both did. Are you sure the sculptor did that? I don't think I, so. I thought it was implied that he also did that. I wasn't getting that. I just know that she was upset that, you know, she was, I mean, what really happened probably is he would, he would sculpt her and then she was like, sucks, not at all like me, you right, suck. Right, right, and laugh at him. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, and then he was like, fuck, and he'd break all the sculptures. But then I think the painter saw her and she pretended to be relieved and it was then like okay now paint me no she because she seemed like she was uh when she when she was like oh thank god you're here he smashed all these like he killed her he killed her and then she's or she she smashed the painting the 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 skull uh the thing she was definitely lying in that room when she saw the yeah i I think she was lying but i think it was more that he was breaking them because she told him like you suck ass nice try try number 20 sucks yeah, um, but anyway, I, I think I think he killed her and she came back and and like that's when the painter found there's her. There's no evidence. She regenerated of that. herself. I don't, I don't know. I think the ending. Implied yeah, I don't it. think it's clear either way. Um. So moving on though, the painter then is like, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll paint you." And he paints her, and he's like out of his mind. He looks really s- like sullen. Like he has not sl- slept at all. Slept or eaten. 
And he's like, there, I finished it. And he shows her and he's painted similar to the photo we talked about earlier, a version of Tomie where her face is all like, there's like multiple faces. It's stretched yeah. out. One of the faces is like vomiting or something. Yeah. It's really grotesque. Her, eye, her eyes are like leaking. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. And she's just like, what is that? Um, <laughs> and she's like, is this a joke? Uh, and then she starts, uh, does she start laughing and, at him? And he's like, no, this is you. This is, I've done it. I've done it. I've captured your beauty. And she's yeah. like, I'm not this monster. Um, yeah. And then she laughs at him and stuff. And then he freaks out and kills her. Oh, man. Okay. It does say in this summary of the painter manga that uh, Tomie said, like, he destroyed all his sculptures and tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. So if that's true, then it's possible he did maybe attempt to kill her or he killed or her he and she came back. Mm-hmm. I don't know about your theory there, but still, um, obviously she was lying and, and she was being a dick to him. So the painter, uh, you know, his recent grotesque painting uh, is laughed at by Tomie. So then he murders Tomie mm-hmm. and he chops her up really good. He splits her face uh, in half, which seems uh, impractical. Uh <laughs> <laughs> From my knowledge of human anatomy, it it doesn't seem like that would work that way. Um, I won't go into the specific physics, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that's possible. But it was it was surprising to see on an anime, just like here's someone's face in half. Um, I thought I thought that was supposed to also mimic these uh, the sculpture the um the broken statues. I think so. I think so. Um, and we just see all of these these chunks of Tomie, and then we see that they're um sort of regenerating that like uh, a severed arm is growing a head mm-hmm. and the head is sort of like screaming looking or smiling and then all the different severed body parts start growing heads and the narrator is like they will all become tomie basically mm-hmm. so it kind of ends th- that it's just the sorcerer's apprentice fantasia mm-hmm. scene where mm-hmm. mickey mouse chops up a broom and all the broom pieces turn into brooms uh and it's it's pretty gross but there's no like Twilight Zone. Moral of the story is blah blah blah. It's just sort of like this girl's fucked up, and something is supernatural. See you next time, dorks. Yay! That's what it could have said at the end. I liked it. Don't get me wrong, but I think we were missing some um, some of Tomie's uh, otherworldly appeal, mm-hmm. and I wish there was a bit more reward for uh, the narrative. Uh, so that that was the first half of this episode. Uh, the second half of the episode is called Blood Bubble Bush or Blood Bubble Bushes. Uh, and it was the worst thing to watch while eating. But we, It wasn't that bad. But we did it. Uh, honestly, just the last scene, I was like, shut yeah. up, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear that sound effect when I'm eating guacamole. Um, so the episode started with Jackie and I opening Mexican food. Mm-hmm. No, um, <laughs> It's uh, it starts in a classic sense, you know, just a couple in a broken down car. They get the, lost in the middle of the woods and they're like, fuck, do you have a phone? And they're like, no, I don't have a phone. This is set probably before cell phones. No, they, 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 they walk around, they run into some kids. Well, they, they ask about phones first and then they're like, I guess we got to walk. Okay. And oh, right. they, they walk and in the bushes, there's just a bunch of children's. Uh, and these children are uh, creepy weirdos who were like, no, we don't have a phone. 
And the couple is like, all right, well. No, the children like try attack them. Well, I know. The, okay. They walk away. All right, fine. And then the next thing you know, you see these kids running and they have these like vine whips, which I know is a ivy sore technique. Sure. It's one of the. It's just all, a plant technique. You yeah. Know? Oh, okay. Um, They just have these like long pieces of a plant. And one of the kids, oh, and they're following them, and the guy turns around and is like, hey, kids, do you like violence? Mm. Do you want to, no. Um, he, I don't know what he says to them, but uh, the kid runs up and just slashes the woman with one of these vines, uh, which cuts her neck open and starts bleeding. And then another kid, maybe the same one, jumps on her. And then we just, there's an ellipses, we go ahead and... Uh, the couple's like, "Wow, I can't believe that kid tried to suck your blood." Yeah, and so and, weird, right? And they bit, uh, they bit the guy as well. Uh, yeah, one of them's tweeting out the story, being like, "This is gonna go viral. <laughs> what an amazing moment! A uh, weird Saturday we're having." Mm-hmm. Um, no, they just go to a town that is like the most abandoned town you've ever seen. But they're like, "I'm gonna see if anyone's around." I mean, I guess if you were just bleeding from the neck, you should probably ask anyone, but. I think I would be like, this is death town. We should. Yeah. This is. Get out of here. This is bad. This This is is gasoline on the fire. But they look around and, you know, oddly in this story, they, you know, they knock on the door. Um, Well, no, I guess they are just kind of showing up. But this is a situation when you can also just show up to someone's house when you're injured Mm -hmm. and you need help and children are sucking blood. That's when it's okay to show up to people's houses. Okay. They knock on a door and a man who looks like he has lost all of his blood, a very pale, quiet guy. Mm-hmm. He has red eyes. He has red eyes, is just like, hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> he's like, yo, what's good? Um, he's like, I don't have a phone, but you can come in and uh, I'll help or whatever. And he patches up her wound and he's like, how is it feeling? And she's like, much better, which I think that's a weird exchange, yeah. isn't it? Like, when you patch up someone. Yeah. It usually doesn't make it feel better. It's just yeah. like, it's safer, bleeding less maybe. Uh, you know what? But I, it hurts to get like peroxide or alcohol put on the wound. Yeah, that hurts. But I think I do feel better if I if I had a cut and then I put a Band-Aid on it. Like if it was... um. Well, where was her cut? Her cut was on her neck. On her neck. And it was just like, what, what did he put on it? Just a bit like a little Band-Aid on yeah, it, Yeah, right? but there may have been a sanitization process. We don't know. Disinfecting okay. process. I feel better when like I feel like the, like some kind of tightness or pressure on my wound. I believe that makes that feels better to me. No, I like when it's open and the wind is on it. Really? Yeah, I feel connected <laughs> with the universe. I don't put salt don't on there. Yeah, I throw salt in my wound. Oh, okay. And I go, ooh, baby. Um... So she's got her neck patched up and uh, the guy or something was like, yeah, it was crazy. These kids just attacked us. And the the resident of the house is just like, oh, those kids. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he knows who the kids are. He does not explain anything. Yeah. He's not alarmed or anything. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, those kids. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, it's kids getting crazy, dark. Uh, maybe you should just stay over. And like the guy has been really nice to them. You know, he doesn't seem like a threat because he took the trouble to patch her up. Um, but again, there were like four other warning signs. Mm-hmm. There was blood all over the town. Oh yeah, there was blood stains. He has a glass of quote unquote wine, but he's the only one with red wine there. I don't know if you guys noticed that they have like white wine or like I don't, oh. could be lemon juice, could be urine. Who knows? Grape juice. Oh, but the red oh, wine was could, blood. 
I don't know because I don't know how you can make blood look like red wine. They're pretty different. <laughs> Jackie wa- looks at a glass of wine. <laughs> you just water it down. Uh, maybe. I get the feeling they might not. It might be a heterogeneous mixture. Mm. I don't know. We'll try it later. Um, <laughs> they go to bed uh, in, in in a situation in which I don't think would ever be a good idea to go to bed. Jackie, if we were in that house in this situation, I'd be like, let's just stay in this room for eight hours. Let's just stay awake. Yeah. And keep an eye on the door. Back to back. Well, he also tells a scary story before they go to bed, which is like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Serious shit already just happened. What are you doing telling a scary story? What is the scary story? Um, the, oh, he was like, oh, you remind me of someone I used to know. She was like depressed and thought everyone didn't like her. It was something like that, right? And then it was his like, I don't know if it was a girlfriend or what, but she was really pale and she was like, everyone leaves me. Yeah. She's like, everyone wants to leave me so bad that even my own blood wants to leave me. Yeah. And then she like, <laughs> no, she cuts herself, I think, because she wants to fucking commit suicide. Well, she wants and to, then she wants to let her like, blood go free. Even my blood wants to leave me. No, I think, but I think. No, she, she dis- says it first. But I think she discovered that after cutting herself. But she says, my blood wants to leave me. Then she cuts her neck. Okay. I remember that order because I was like, this is weird. Yeah. It's like she just could hear her blood being like, we want to get out or something. Uh, So she does it and this guy stops her. Uh, and by the way, at some point, I'm surprised he wasn't like, hey, I don't want to leave you. Maybe he did. This was a flashback, but she's like, everyone leaves me. And this guy's like patching her up. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it, I guess it's like, well, you'll leave me eventually. Uh, Even if your blood wants to leave you, you could just say no. You could just be like, no, you got to stay in there, blood. Yeah. I drink all the cranberry juice or whatever that makes blood uh, exist. You know, I feed you. Right. So You're anyway, my blood. So she when she cuts herself and then like uh a plant starts to grow out of her neck where she cut herself or wherever it was that she cut herself. Um which is also weird. It's like fleshy flesh-colored, fleshy-looking branches that have blossoms on the ends of them that are blood-colored. Um and the guy in the story like grabs one off the vine. No one in this story is like horrified by anything mm-hmm. they get attacked yeah, by kids like, and they're weird. like and they're like wow what, yeah. what a weird culture yeah. and then this guy sees his suicidal girlfriend uh turn into a blood plant and he's like what's this fruit like and he pulls the blood bubble off and squeezes it and that actually yes there was a puddle of blood not a band mm-hmm. in the town when they come in and they're like there's something in there and they poke inside the puddle of blood with a stick and there's some kind of thick object in there which i was disgusted by and i don't know who would do that if you think there's something in a pool of blood just keep it moving um but in this case we see just by the consistency of the thing he pops the blood bubble and Mm -hmm. you see the like the limp sort of casing of it it's disgusting yeah um and then is it revealed like oh, you have to keep watering the you have to keep her going by feeding her blood or something like that uh no, I'm not sure. I don't think that that was part of it. Well, I don't know. I think it's something. No, she just like died. She just died. Okay. She just turned into a plant. Wow. This was originally published in 1993, by the way. Really different times. Anyway. So he tells this story and yeah, we, the ending is unclear, let's say. Um, and 
they go to bed in a situation where you should never go to bed. Yeah. And the guy wakes up and the woman is gone. Mm-hmm. And he's like looking Uh-oh. around for her and he i think does he just like open a door and he sees this plant right he opens the door to like find the weirdo guy who owns the house mm-hmm. and he opens the door and there's a huge blood bubble plant mm-hmm. am i right about that mm-hmm. yeah um and he's just like what the fuck but he again he's not nearly as alarmed as he should be i think like the way ito writes this stuff people are either more like hypnotized or it's dreamlike or something or maybe he does show them being horrified and this show doesn't do that but yeah Mm-hmm. it's just everyone seems like okay with everything yeah but maybe it's supposed to be dreamy i don't know mm-hmm. and so the owner of the house appears and is like uh i don't know is he like this is my wife or something i yeah, must he's have like, been this like this is my opening, girlfriend this is my girlfriend she turned into girlfriend. she turned into a plant um and he mentions that he needs to get blood to keep it going and the guy's like where is my girlfriend the woman that he came there with mm-hmm. and the guy's like she should be in the room with you are you know are you having a weird dream or some shit and the guy <laughs> he doesn't say her some shit the guy is then like on the ground and he looks over to the side and at the bottom of all these blood bubble bushes there's like an old man's face and he has some some of the plant growing off him and he's like <gasps> get the fuck out of here yeah <laughs> and the main character for some reason is just like oh are you are you one of the villagers or something because yeah, i 100 percent would i would i don't want to hear the story i would just go yeah your reaction should be like ah <laughs> and go okay, oh my run. fucking god let me go get my girl and get the fuck out of there's here there's a fucking immediately. face yeah. talking to me at the bottom and, and 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 the first thing it says to you is get out of here i'm like oh yeah i'm getting out of here oh that, there's that too like i'm yeah. horrified and i'll take his advice he seems to be in pain <laughs> but instead he's like hello I sir i don't want to end up like him what's your zodiac sign right no he has a conversation the guy's like oh it was one of the villagers here and now i'm fucking dead uh and uh then uh i don't remember how it ends it doesn't just like fucking end uh no he tries to get away he tries to get away and then the um uh the the owner of the house says there's no escape and but whatever they they somehow do get away and um then kind of fl- it flashes like they they're out of the thing and both both of them have like plants growing out of their bodies now um and it kind of flashes back to the uh when he was talking to the the horrifying plant man um who tells him that uh if you eat if you eat the blood uh that's growing out of you you'll survive but you'll have a never-ending hunger for blood and that's how it ends mark okay so the scary spooky like the ending is they're basically doomed to the same fate as those like weird kids that they saw in the beginning ah okay is that so bad yeah i'm reading the wiki here and it says like the story about his girlfriend is just a lie ah that makes sense that he just, yeah, he just makes people into blood plants so he can have blood to eat. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird to just have a lie backstory in your own short story. <laughs> um, yeah, this one was just gross. I found it's like story to be hard to keep track of, as you may have noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seemed like an excuse to draw a cool blood plant out of people. Um, but, you know, things were different in 1993. Uh-huh. Blood plants were cool back then. Yeah. As I recall, when I was six years old, I was like, Mom, can you please give me a blood plant? Yeah, they were all the rage, and this was a very topical comic, mm-hmm. internationally speaking. 
Um, yeah, so I definitely liked the painter's story better. Yeah. Than this one. Again, this was cool art, but it didn't feel like it was much of a story. Um, I like the design saying of the that sad from wave. I'm going to be like, can you believe those kids sucked my blood? Whoa. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to see more Tomie stuff. If you didn't know, um, there's been a lot of uh, Tomie movies, mm. I believe. And uh, there's a Tomie TV drama that's only had like three episodes. Um, so definitely. It's the, only had three episodes? Yeah. Like it's, it's out something, now? Or actually, that might be, you know what? That might be a new one. Um mm. But it was just weird. I'll show you what I what I was looking at uh, on Wikipedia. Um, and yeah, the first Tomie story um, was Ito's first published work. And it was in 1987. The same year that Jojo's Bizarre Adventure debuted. And the same year what? that Miles and I debuted to the world. Mm. Because we're twins. Um, yeah, there was a Tomie... Um, TV drama called Tomie Another Face and it has three <laughs> episodes. It ran between December 1999 and March 2000 and then it says 2018 like they made a third episode 18 years later. Um, but for live actions movies there's Tomie then Tomie Replay Tomie Rebirth Forbidden Fruit Beginning Revenge Tomie versus Tomie whatever that is it's gotta be awesome. <laughs> And then Tomie Unlimited. Oh, no. Which I think is probably the best deal. (laughs) Rather than paying for each Tomie all apart. Yeah, you need to get just the unlimited Tomie. Tomie. Yeah. I asked if they had an unlimited plus plan. They do not. So Mm -hmm. Um, anyway. You're so value-minded, Mark. Yeah. I'm I'm always thinking about savings, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you didn't know, if, if your only foray into Junji Ito works is this anime, I recommend... I think everyone recommends that you go further. Uh, read the original manga. The artwork is is amazing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the manga itself keeps a pace or a tone somehow that it really does feel hypnotic, like it's sucking you in. Um, obviously, like I think the work Uzumaki is probably the best example of this, how the characters slowly mm-hmm. spiral into madness mm-hmm. and you start to see more and more absurd examples of the spiral shape. We did do an episode about Uzumaki uh, at some the, point. The movie. You can find all of our episodes on anchor.fm slash jjbpod. I also recommend Kyo because it's fucking, I don't know. Just the, yeah. the idea of fucking creepy ass fish with mechanical legs. Yeah. Kyo. I don't know. G- it's so G- scary. G- it's, it's G-Y-O. It's so weird. Um, and uh, uh, its full title in Japanese is Kyo Ugo, Ugomeku Bukimi which means fish ghastly squirming. <laughs> That's um, great. And yeah, it's just like, are it's, you grossed out by fish? Well, get ready it's to... It's kind of ridiculous, but it's very good and gross. Yeah, and it, it becomes just absurd, but it is... It, yeah, it's a great example of just like building and building and building. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's been a bunch of... Yeah, like I said, there's been a bunch of Tomie adaptations... There's the Uzumaki live action, and there was supposed to be an Uzumaki anime, right? Was that delayed or something? We got like a know. black and white. You know what I would like to see? I wonder if there's a if there's a drifting classroom anime because that's one of my favorite uh, horror mangas. Uh, I, I, well, I know Assassination Classroom is popular right now, but that is different, isn't it? No, I'm talking about like the manga from like the 50s or whenever it was written. Drifting Classroom. Miles, were yeah. you going to say something? Uh, 
that Uzumaki anime was supposed to be on Adult Swim. I think it's still coming out. Yeah, I could have sworn it was supposed I, to be this year. Well, it says original run 2021 scheduled. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, the studio is Drive, which... All right. Yeah, it's supposed to just be a four-episode run on Adult Swim. I'm excited to see that. Oh, Uzumaki also has a video game on the Wonder Swan portable game console. So we'll have to stream that. <laughs> have to just pick up a Wonder Swan and do some soldering. Um, <laughs> no lie, though. I've always been interested in the Wonder Swan. But uh, that's for another time. Uh, yeah, listen. Apparently, um, hey. uh, apparently, Drifting Classroom at one, it has three adaptations. One of them was a 1995 film starring Drake Bell of Drake and Josh fame. What? Mm-hmm. What the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> fucking Drake Bell was in a... It was called Drifting School. It's a movie. Apparently. What a terrible name. Drifting School? That sounds like you go to learn to it's, drive sideways. But that's actually more accurate because Drifting Classroom makes it think that there's just like one classroom that drifts. It's the whole school that Yeah, drifts. but that's so much more evocative and it just sounds better. Drifting School is like... Again, yeah. it could be where you learn to Tokyo Drift or something. Yeah. It's uh, It sounds bad it sounds like the this plot is not the plot of the manga so oh, whatever yeah um but yeah who is that is that kazuo umezu is that a different uh yes kazuo umezu that's another horror manga artist that jackie he's, likes i've never read his stuff he's very uh foundational i said 50s before but he, he was writing in like the 70s and well stuff. the 70s is like the 50s yeah it was a long time ago man. they're both in the 20th century we didn't see them so long ago people talk about politicians that happened who cares? Did you say the 70s is like the 50s? I did. Okay. There's only a difference of 20. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, listen, if you want to support the show, I should have mentioned this up top, but you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and subscribe to our Patreon starting at $1. $1 a month gets you into the Patreon feed, which mostly includes Miles' newsletter, also known as Was That a Reference to dot dot dot, where he links to videos of all of the references we make on the podcast because we're probably older than you and talk about a time you have no... Or just, or we we like different things. We watch if we have different experiences. No, that's all wrong. No? Nope. We're old. And uh, so, you know, if you want to learn about like the 1990s or early 2000s, uh, you can go there. Um, And we also have a tier uh, where for $15 or $20, whatever you want to do, um, you can tell us what anime to watch. Since, again, who knows if new JoJo is coming. Uh, And we actually have two more uh, Patreon pick episodes coming later this month. People have given us some very interesting recommendations. Uh, and we appreciate their support and your support. Even if it's only a dollar, it is appreciated. There's also a $3 tier where if you pledge that much a month, I will thank you on the podcast. What do I mean by that? Well, I'll show you. Hey, thanks to Disney, Martin, Nick, Austin, Celeste, Chad, Caden, Kevin, Michael, Tim, and Tyler. You all make the show possible. Thanks. And profitable? Not really. No. That's okay. It's fun. 
How do I cut this? Yeah, this isn't Goldman Sachs. It's not all about profit. That <laughs> doesn't like every fucking company these days just like lose money and they're like, whatever. <laughs> um, you can also follow us on Twitter. If you go to at JJB pod, we occasionally post on there. And thank you for bringing to our attention. Um, there is more Jojo content coming at the end of the year. There's going to be a live action mini series of Rohan stories. Mini series. Sweet. So that's pretty exciting. So I don't know if it'll be the end of this year or if it'll be until 2021 that we get um, probably fan subtitles. I don't think we're going to see official translations of this stuff in any capacity, but uh, look for that. We'll definitely tweet it out when it's released. Um, so we get to see what like a human live flesh and blood uh, Rohan looks like. Hopefully it's not as eh, as the movie for part four was. Uh, yeah, hopefully it's sexy. Yeah. I I think that goes without saying. I it, think it has to be. It should be sexy, but who knows? Maybe it'll just be super dark, literally, mm. like the movie. Um, do you guys have any horror recommendations for the listeners? Any scary anime or manga or anything you think people should engage with? Jackie, I mean, you pretty much said Drifting Classroom. That's a manga. Yep. Read the manga, all of it. It's good. Yeah, and then play the Wonder Swan video game. I, it's uh, Drifting Classroom is something I think about a lot. I, I randomly, I want to reread it, but I think about a lot of the stuff in it. It's very well written. Miles? Um, anime or manga? If not, If not that, anything else? The Exorcist. Remember when we watched that? It was scary. That was fun. We we did talk about it a little bit on the podcast, but we. Oh yeah. I don't fully remember when that was because we saw it in theaters, and I was mad because um they never got my food or my drink. Oh. Right. Oh yeah. I was really I was mad the whole time. You were hungry and you got hangry. I was very hangry. Yeah, and it turns out that was the director's cut, and I found out I've never not seen the director's cut. I've never seen uh, the original. I found out that I had never seen The Exorcist until that day. And you also never saw The Chicken Fingers that you were promised. Yeah. yeah. But you saw Chicken Fingers later. You've had chicken since then. Yes. Anyway, uh, I recommend a lot of things. Um, but uh, go watch the movie Jacob's Ladder, starring Tim Robbins from 1990 or 91 or something uh it is in part the inspiration for uh the monsters in the silent hill video game series if you've ever been like those weird fleshy jerky motions are weird uh go watch jacob's ladder it's also got some heart in it too believe it or not um and uh, it's a personal favorite scary movie uh, do that and then tweet to at JJB pod and let me know what you think. Have a great week, everyone. We'll talk to you later. But if we don't get to address it beforehand, have a great Halloween. Bye. Happy Halloween. Oh Bye. 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 Boo. Bye. Spooky Halloween. Bye.